शिला गुरुदेव की जय श्रीमन महाप्रभु की जय श्री हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जय श्री श्री राधा गोपीनाथ जी की जय श्री गौर पूर्णेम की जय गौर भक्तवृंद की जय गौर प्रणाम वेलकम टू ऑल ऑफ यू थैंक सो मच फॉर योर प्रेसेंस योर इन्विटेशन सो वेरी ग्लैड टू बी एबल टू शेयर विद ऑल ऑफ यू इन दिस स्पीशियस गोरपुर नेम सो टुडे वी आर सेलिब्रेटिंग वन मोर टाइम आई थिंक इट्स 535 एनिवर्सरी ऑफ महाप्रभुस बर्थ सो वी आर इन दैट गोर एरा एरा यू से इन इंग्लिश एरा So in the same way that Christians will count 2021 but we know that the world existed before that but for them the world began at that point so in the same way godias we have this parallel notion of the gora era in playing there is something up before that and after the after that something is not the same anymore especially the core era and this this particular era if you will in particular yoga this particular kali yoga in this particular kali yoga specifically from mahapar was we know the sense in a special disposition as we will see so the, the the celebration of course of the birth of mahaprabhu the abhirbhav his descent on this plane is as our guru maharaj spoke today has to do with it has a lot of implications it's not just a birthday if you will that is the descent of whole personality with a whole range of personalities along with him as we know krishna is never alone gol krishna is never alone um so he descends along with his parshat with his lila hmm? lila means basically loving interaction between bhagavan and his devotees i mean you you cannot have lila without bhagavan and his devotees so when we speak about gor lila we speak about a particular type of interaction in between bhagavan his devotees in a particular type of, of course mood that the lila is in every lila is in a particular if you will emotional framework and we are to honor that appropriately till a proper will say do not disturb the mood of gor like implying do not ever approach him just like i don't know with a, as, as today we are speaking you know, with, with a particular mood that is not fitting for the gor lila particularly you know? so that applies to every single lila but particulars we will see today this applies very specifically regarding gor lila because gor lila is as my guru maharaj will say is krishna his most in, introspective moments krishna doing self psychoanalysis however you may like to say tell he said but he is a full existential christ in a very uh very um, vulnerable moments but at the same time the most volcanic face of the absolute as we always speak you know from proper vulnerability will come some type of empowerment some volcanic eruption and today we are speaking about the very a uh, volcano like avatar which is mahaprabhu avatari the golden volcano of divine love as shilasilmana had put it so so he comes on earth with his main i mean the lila again earth is the stage 
Nadia Dam. His main associates are the different characters of the drama. Again, Lila is, could be defined as a divine drama. And Nadia Dam, in this case, Srinavadip is the particular scenario on which the Lila will be performed. And it has to be a powerful one made of Sudha Sattva. It's not a stage made of wood or bricks, but it has to be established on the basis of intense serenagati and intense transcendence. Actually, as, as we know, Navadvip itself is, is described as nine islands, and these nine islands represent Navalakshan Bhakti, which have to do with the nine main practices of Swarupsida Bhakti, mentioned by Prahlad Maharaj, Shravan Kirtan, Vishushman, and so on. So the idea here is, if you want to reside in Nadia, means you, have, you want to reside in Swarupsida Bhakti, basically. Because each island is speaking about, you know, Godrum is speaking about Kirtan, this other island about Shravan and Shmaran. So to reside in Nadia, to be a member of that land, is to reside within the fold of Bhakti. Of Gaur Bhakti specifically here. And as today was spoken in, in our Guru Maharaj's morning class, as I told to Pranada today, I was thinking about speaking about half of the topics that our Guru Maharaj selected for today's class. So <laughs> no problem. We can always say something something more, unending ocean. So this Gorlila, it's it's important to to connect both sides of the Gorlila. And, and I like Maybe that was a favorite moment in today's lecture when our Guru Maharaj said, it's, it may be relatively easy to understand Gore and Krishna one, but to really get that insight and to really understand from feeling there, Gore is not different from Krishna. Of course, there is difference, but for difference to be uh, an ornament and beautiful, you have to have some underlying unity. Our philosophy is bed, a bed. Unity, diversity, Achintya, simultaneously, at the same time, inconceivable, only conceived through Shastra. So, if we only have unity, as we always say, that's boring. If everything is the same all the time, always. And if always we have difference, that will be uh, like conflicting. We cannot find a common ground at any single moment. That's like, we know what's that about. <laughs> But if you go to the other extreme and jump into Brahma Sayuja when there are no conflicts, no diversity, but there's nobody, nobody there, I mean, you, everything was swallowed in that unity. So we try to find the middle point. And regarding Mahaprabhu and his Lila, that's important. He's Krishna, and I think it's important to understand how he is Krishna, in which way. And on, that top, on, that, on the basis of that, we can go to the diversity side to the particulars of his uh, dispensation, basically. Mm-hmm. So, Gorlila, of course, is an extension of Krishna Lila. It could be called like a chamber, chamber, you see, within mm-hmm. Krishna Lila, like a lotus inside a lotus, as so Guru Marshall put it poetically. And we are celebrating today, and hopefully not only today, the, the opportunity to be part of that, because Gorlila is... Is, is an extension of Krishna Lila and it's such an extension that is reaching us at this very moment, right now. So, <clears throat> the main point that I want to share today that my Guru spoke about, I will mention just briefly, but it's important just to hammer a little bit the post further, is that Gaur Lila is, is not a bridge, but it's a, 
how do you say, a landing place. No, it's not just, okay, it's a bridge, nice bridge, now I can burn the bridge, I went to the other side, so no necessity of coming back, I reached my destiny. No, no, it's a bridge, and it's the destiny at the same time. It's interesting, because that's an extra feature. Krishna Lila may be generally conceived as the goal, and generally we think Gaur Lila is the way to the goal. But Gaur Lila is the way to the goal, but it's a goal in itself also. <laughs> So it has some added feature, if you will. I don't want to enter into this idea, it's higher, lower, no, we, it's difficult not to enter into binary thinking and duality, this is best, this is worse, but it's important to appreciate how Gorlila is. It has a life of its own, if you will. It's not just something like with a, a shelf life, okay, I'd reach Krishna Lila, thanks so much Mahaprabhu, to you who know, I don't think I will see you again, so I'll get merged. I mean, for the ones who like that, there's a chance as we spoke, but for the ones who all like to keep embracing hmm, the mood of Gorlila, the window is there open, remaining open. Hmm. So it's the, again, it's the entran- entrance gate hmm, to Krishna Lila, but it's, it's a whole access in itself, into itself. Hmm. So there are many verses and many conceptions in scripture in this connection. Today I want to share some particular sections and verses which may not be that well known that also interestingly speak about Gaur Lila and Krishna Lila and how the two of them connected with each other and how although some sections will speak about Gaur Lila taking to Krishna Lila, there are some others will say exactly the opposite. And of course when I say exactly the opposite, basically we are saying the two are the same thing and we make some time for full circle, hopefully. So first of all, we have a famous verse from Prabodhananda Saraswati from his Chaitanya Chandramrita, which is a very nice composition. I read it today completely for as an offering to Mahaprabhu. It's not that long, so I had in one hour it's finished. Finished. <laughs> I was finished. <laughs> and it's really, really ecstatic. Of course, he says, this is a famous book when, for example, Guru Maharaj will quote him saying, who cares what Baraha did? Who cares this avatar descended? It doesn't matter. It's, it's not of no consequence because now Mahaprabhu came. That type of statement that you have to know how to deal with them and not repeat verbatim as if it were your own in class because you may get burned yourself because you are not probably... <laughs> he will say there, for example, also... This is not the verse I was referring, but this is a trailer of that. He says, For that one who received just a mere silent glance at Sriman Mahaprabhu, for that person, and he starts to make to cite quote the list of consequences of that silent glance, so be careful with that. He says, first Kaivalya Narakayate, the idea of Mukti becomes hell. Narakayate, Tridasha Purakasha Pushpayate, the attainment of pleasure, heavenly delights and pleasures is like a flower in the sky, like a phantasmagoria, something that does not exist actually. <laughs> then he says, uh, what he says? Durdan Trendriya Kala Sarpapatali Pratkata Damstrayate, the senses that are so dangerous in this world because like become like uh, like the fangs fangs of the snake that has been broken so now the senses are not dangerous anymore but are facilitating 
something else. And Vishwa Purnam Sukayate, the opposite of what Krishna says in the Gita, Dukalama <laughs> Sashvatam. Instead of being this world a place of misery, now, by the mercy of Lord Krishna, Vishwa Purnam Sukayate, the whole galaxy is drenched into Ananda, something like this. Ambidi Mahendra Dishakitayate. And great personalities like Indra, Brahma, and so on become no better than insects. I mean, with all respect to the devas, but Prabhupada is speaking from his ecstatic heart. So that's the result of receiving the mere silent glass of Sriman Mahaprabhu, implying all the other so-called goals, Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, become reduced to something. Laguta, Moksha, Laguta, Krit, everything Laguta, everything becomes insignificant. So in this work, this is a famous statement where he says, the more you go immerse yourself into the service of Sriman Mahaprabhu, the more you emerge in the world of service to the lotus feet, the ocean of service to Sri Radha. No? The more you go deep into Gorlila, the more you emerge into Krishna. So this verse could be taken, okay, Gorlila is a bridge. The more you go there, the more you end in the other side. You emerge in Krishna Lila, but we'll see that also, as our Guru Maharaj will continue the idea, and the more you emerge yourself in Krishna Lila, <laughs> the more you emerge in Gorlila. <laughs> you can also immerse yourself in Krishna Lila. It's not that... I only immerse in Gorlila and I re- appear in Krishna Lila and there's nothing to immerse in in Brindavan. There's lots of depth there. So when you reach the depth, you find yourself on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, on one sense, yeah, that's true. The more we enter, Gorlila is the entrance to Krishna Lila. <clears throat> this is the best way of conceiving what's going on in the Braj, because for the uninformed eye, Brindavan may be just a place of fun and enjoyment and they are eating, dancing, singing and that's a fact but we may not be aware of the uh, underlying disposition of its members that will become apparent when we go to Gorlila or when we, Krishna gets out of Vrindavan goes, goes out of Vrindavan he never goes out but in the, in the dynamics of the Lila sometimes he becomes unmanifest um, we find how, I don't know, the gopis, the gopas experience and exhibit to the level hmm, of love and separation and surrender and prayers and different moods of humility and all the things that if you just see them playing wrestling or dancing, you may not be able to catch their disposition. Hmm. As today's was said, for for facilitating the union of Radha Krishna every single midday, both Gopas and Gopis are ready to give their life heirs millions of times. I mean, that's not necessary, but that's their disposition. If I need to die and get born again and die again trillions of times for one single union from one single moment, I'm ready for pay, to pay that price. So, but again, sometimes we, ne- we need Gorlila for that. The entrance point. We will find the Rupa Manjari, Lavanga Manjari, Rupa Sanatan, giving example as Sarkas, and we will be able to enter Krishna Lila through Gaur Lila. But, as I mentioned also, Krishna Lila could be 
seen as a bridge to Gorlila. So that's what I wanted to share some also not so much known verses uh, that I've read these days. I didn't know them, but they came on my way. So coming from one book from Sarvabhauma Bhattacharya. So this is not some. I mean, this is something that every Vaishnava will accept. It's not that oh, that was written by more contemporary. They are not the eternal associates of Mahaprabhu. Sometimes that argument is there with Nityanabas even, for example. But that's another chapter already covered today in the morning. <laughs> so Sarvabhauma Bhattacharya, we know he's a direct associate of Mahaprabhu, one of the main ones, the first uh, conversion of Sri, Man, Sri Chaitanya Dev when he arrived to Puri. And he composed eventually, of course, after his conversion, the Sarvabhauma Sataka. So Sarvabhauma Sataka means, Sataka means 100. So the 100s of Sarvabhauma, Alguasi, which means Alguasi, this is Spanish. Sarvabhauma Sataka means uh, 100 verses in glorifications of Sri Chaitanya. So there are two verses that I would like to share with you today in this connection. Verses 6, 18, first. Which says like this: Yatarada padambuje bhakti syat premalakshana tataiva Krishna chaitanya bharatate madurarati. So now comes the, the same idea from the other angle as I mentioned. The amount of devotion one develops for the lotus feet of Sri Radha, that amount one increases in his devotion for the lotus feet of Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So we have the complementary uh, aspect. You know, the more we go deep into the service of Sri Radha, the more we emerge as servants of Sri Gaur. Because again, this wants to make a deep connection between Gaur and Radha. Because if you take Radha out of the equation, there is no Gaur Lila. I mean, strictly speaking, what we are celebrating today has all to do with Sri Radha. Because what made Krishna appear on earth? What's the main reason for his appearance here? To taste a particular thing connected to her. Mm. So without her, there's no Gorpunim, basically. <laughs> Strictly speaking. Mm. So it's important that we do not go to the extreme that in the name of Braja Bhakti, we dismiss Gorlila altogether in eternity. That's not an idea. That will be... That's a similar thing that when one thinks... The only possible relationship of a Gaudiya Vaishnava in eternity with Krishna is Manjari Bhav. That's, that's the only thing available in the Sampradaya. That's the type of what, what sometimes I will call racism. Racism. No, 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 no racism. Racism. <laughs> to be racist in the context of Rasa. That's another thing. We can be racist, racism, but here's the racism. <laughs> with, not with C, but with S the two times. So in the name of Rasa, I'm being racist. No, no, no. only Madhuri Rasa, that's the only thing. Oh, only Raja Lila. Uncle Lila is just a bridge. We can burn after crossing it. That's varieties of racism. <laughs> so, what to do? so we have to be careful about that, because again, over and over again, we find in different sections of scripture that Gaur Lilas could be conceived, again, as, again, this, both Lilas are eternal, but also sometimes one could conceive one as the fountainhead of the other. Sometimes we can speak in terms of Gaur Lila is born in the height of Krishna Lila, as our Guru Mahesh will depict in the height, 
Rasalila, Krishna, Gopis, Krishna, witnessing the degree of the Gopis' love, especially Sirada wanted to taste that. Napari, Hamnirabhadya, Sanjayam, and so on. But also we can conceive the opposite. Krishna Lila comes from Gaur Lila. Again, the two are eternal. So it's, there's no beginning. But Chaitanya Charitamrita shares this. This, this idea also, if, if you can understand interpret the verse in this direction, Srila Siddha Maharaj did so. It says, Krishna Lila Mritta Sar Tara Satta Satta Dar Jaha Dihe Baha Jaha Dihe Yatta Baha Hoite Sri Chaitanya Lila Hoi Sarobarakshoi Manohamsa Charatita Hati So it says, Krishna Lila Amrita Sar Krishna Dahakavita is saying, Krishna Lila is Amrita Sar, which means the essence of um, how do you say in English? Deathlessness? Okay. So, and of course, Amrita means nectar as well, sweetness. So, Krishna Lila Amrita Sar is the, is the ultimate cream of deathlessness. That's Krishna Lila. Dasa Dihe Jaha Baha Hoite. And that's flowing into a different direction, different streams here and there. Innumerable Lilas, innumerable pastimes flowing in different directions. But, Se Chaitanya Lila Hai. But Chaitanya Lila or Gaur Lila is Sarovar. Sarovar means lake from which all these streams of Lilas are coming, are, are like flowing. So interestingly, this verse from Chaitanya Charitamrita is depicting Gaur Lila's, if you will, fountain, source, lake, and Krishna Lila's currents coming from that lake. And Krishna does, and saying, Sri Chaitanya Lila, how is Sarubaraksha Mano Hamse Charatitahate? May my mind become a swan and dwell forever in that Gore Lake, if you will. Gore Lila Lake. Like. So forever, again, forever means there is eternality to, to Gore Lila. So interestingly, again, that's a way of putting it. When someone, someone asks, let's say, Mars, What's coming first, Gaur Lila and Krishna Lila? Of course, he said, the one you like the most. <laughs> the two are eternal. But if in your particular disposition you like to think of one as being the byproduct of the other in a proper way, not in a racist way, <laughs> there's place for that. Because again, someone may have more affinity towards Gaur Lila. Someone may have affinity towards Krishna Lila. Someone may have equal affinity towards both Lilas. In the same way you have, I don't know, in connection, for example, to the service of Radharani, you have Radhas Nehadika, you have Tatashta, Swapaksha, Bipaksha, Suhrit Paksha, the ones who are friendly with her, opposed to her, neutral with her, and totally partial with her. <laughs> and it's okay, there's a place for all the grace and nuances there. But again, my point here is there is place for Gaur Lila as being conceived quote-unquote as the source of Krishna Lila or at least as a goal in itself. So let me share the second verse from Sarvabhuma, the Sarvabhuma Sataka, which is verse 17, which he further clarifies this point. He says, Chaitanya Charamnam Muje Shayasti Prithirachita Brindatavi Shayaskasya Bhakti Shachata Janmani. <laughs> he says, one who develops firm love for the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya may have rendered service for 100 lifetimes unto Sri Radha and Krishna, who are the lower mysteries of Vrindavan. 
<laughs> so it's another way of putting the same point. No? Someone who really has gore bhakti, for sure must have had Krishna bhakti for hundred lifetimes in order to reach such a, a converging point, such a point of refinement in his, her, seva took him to this particular expression of Radha and Krishna, if you will, in the form of Mahaprabhu, who of course we know is, in one sense is Radha and Krishna, in the sense that it's Krishna in the mood of Radha, Radha, Baba, Duty, Subhalitam, but Naomi Krishna, Swarupan, he's Krishna, he's not Radha, Krishna in every sense of the term, we have Radha and Gorlila, as Kadadar Pandit, but that's another chapter. <laughs> mm. But how Mahaprabhu is Krishna in the mode of Radha, that's a very uh, consuming topic of conversation for Gaudiya Vaishnavas. Sri Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur in his famous Guru Parampara song, when he's like mentioning all the members of our Parampara, at one point he says, Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahayana Rupa Nogar Jani Rajivan. So he says, Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya. He is Radha Krishna Nahi Anya. He is none other than Radha and Krishna. In a particular way, again, it's Krishna in the mood of Radha. Uh, Rupa Nuga Janera Jivan. Such a concept is the life and soul of the Rupa Nuga Vaishnavas. In other words, those who are serving and following the, the footsteps of Srila Rupa Goswami, to speak about that, that's their life and soul, basically. To speak how Krishna became. Gore became, quote unquote, again, bless. You say bless, right? Okay, that's a good. I mean, I cannot bless. I cannot bless anyone, but may blessings be with all of you. So again, we can see there is there is the possibility of this portal, of this window of opportunity where where gore exists eternally. It's a goal into itself, gore lila, and as we know, some words about how this opportunity comes to us. Mm-hmm. Again, Gorlil is eternal, but also it kind of uh, unfolds on earth according to mundane chronology, if you will. It's, it's a form of further empathy in, in our particular situation, time frame, and so on. So Gorlila sometimes is called Parishista uh, Lila, Parishista Lila, which means, Parishista means like appendix, like in a book, epilogue, appendix, epilogue, which means the afterthought about you've almost finished the whole thing. No? You were telling the, the story, but after that you will tell in there. The story is finished, but actually it's not finished. After that, the main character, his life continues in this way, and he's traveled there, and finally he did this and that, and blah, blah, blah. So Gorlila is Parishista Lila. It's a natural, necessary, epilogue continuation to the Krishna Lila. Whereas we know, put in extreme terms, our Guru Maharaj will say, to make up for the failure of Krishna Lila. <laughs> it's a way of putting it. Of course, we don't want to speak in Krishna Lila as a failure. <laughs> but it's an, a, a nice way of presenting that. I mean, Krishna Lila is not complete without considering all its possible implications. And, 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 and if you start to, and that's what the Goswamis did, they start to think about, which are the implications of Krishna? What's, which are the implications of Krishna being Krishna and Radha being Radha and both of them loving each other as they do? Which are all the possible ramifications of... I mean, you, you, you become obsessed with that if you uh, enter into that direction because there is no end to how much you can 
elaborate on that. So they did like that. They comment on the Bhagavad and other books with such feeling. And they concluded that, yeah, as, as Guru Mahasham would say, there must be Mahaprabhu. They presented Krishna, Radha Krishna Lila in such a way that naturally you will conclude, you will start to look for where is Sri Chaitanya. And, and again, you, they read verses like, I don't know, you go to the Bhagavad Gita, the Atmam Prabhadante Tamstatai Babajamyam. Krishna says, as my, in a way, as you approach me, I approach you, basically. I reciprocate accordingly. So you read that verse and you may say, Mahaprabhu is not there. <laughs> For someone like the Goswamis, they say, oh, Mahaprabhu is here. The Bhagavad Gita. Because if you play out the implications of that verse, and what does it mean to apply that to Krishna himself in relation to someone like Sri Radha, the result of that equation is, well, Gorlila. Because Krishna says, as you approach me, I reciprocate. As we know, going back to the Bhagavad and what happened there, Krishna disappeared for Rasa Lila. Gopis start to ex- exhibit the high degree of their separation. Sri Radha in particular, and Krishna was wis- witnessing all that camouflaging himself behind a Tamal tree. Huh? He's Tamal Krishna behind a Tamal tree. And he was like, I mean, he thought, I disappeared from here with one purpose in mind, but now I'm discovering that there was some other purpose that I was not aware of. <laughs> I want to sing the glories of the Gopis to the world. I want to increase their love and separation, but now I'm having darshan of the degree of their love, that it's reaching a peak, especially in the case of Radha, that it's unknown to me, and I want to taste that, somehow or other. So he comes back, as you know, and he quotes this famous verse, Napariham nirabhadya sanjuyam sasad kritam vibhudaya sapiva yamavajandurjaragiha srinkala sambrishyatatvapratiyatu sadhana This will be the the official moment, if you will, if you want to connect Gorlila, making its explosion in the Bhagavad, and that's the moment. When Krishna is saying to the gopis, I cannot repay your love for me. I am indebted, even in a day of Brahma, I cannot, I cannot pay back. That's, I mean, you have, cut, you have cut all shackles from domestic life and all worldly attachment for my sake, only, exclusively. So the only thing I can do is just and there the Goswami started to interpret this verse. Krishna is saying, I will become a sad one, try to make up for my death with you somehow or other. Mm-hmm. Once in a day of Brahma will come as a sadhu, Mahaprabhu, and sing your glories. So I, I cannot, Mahaprabhu, uh, Krishna here is saying, I, not only I cannot repay your debt, basically he's saying, I cannot even start to conceive how much the debt is. <laughs> Because for you to pay a debt, first you have to know how much is there to, you have to pay. Uh, I have a debt. How much, you will ask. And you say, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a debt. <laughs> it's so much that I cannot start like, to conceive how much I have to pay. So that's what's happening to Krishna here. That's, he's accepting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not flattering the gopis. Oh, so much my debt that I cannot... He's really meaning that. He's really saying that. I don't know where the debt begins, where the debt ends. I mean, the degree of your love is so overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. Christian journalists know as Ajita in scripture, which means, how do you say Ajita? Unconquerable? Mm-hmm. Unconquerable. Mm-hmm. But Ajita becomes Jita. Mm-hmm. We like more that name for Krishna, the conquered one. <laughs> 
the unconquerable conquered. Hmm? Something like that. that. That's the beauty of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? In front of the gopis, Krishna is publicly accepting defeat, eternal defeat. I cannot. I mean, I will try to pay. I will try to make up for the debt, but I've not. Me, I won't be able to pay it back. Let your law, own love be your reward. I will try to do something about that. I cannot just cross my arms and okay, so nice the love you have for me. I have to do something. But probably as much as I try to pay back, the debt will increase because that's the nature of the Gopis' law. Krishna sends offers something to them, and they immediately put that in service to him. And they have no other conception in them. Whatever comes to her, to them, is like immediately potential paraphernalia to please their beloved. So that's a constant dynamics there. Bhagavan is uh, defeated by the love of the gopis and Shirad in particular. And that's what the, 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 the zenith of, for example, our daily meditation in the Diksha Mantras with with. Well, in Brahma Gayatri, that's implied. In Kam Gayatri, that's much more overt. And what at the end we say, Tannanga Prachodaya. Tannanga Prachodaya. We say, may that Ananga constantly inspire us. So what's Ananga? Mm, yeah, that's an generally ascribed to Cupid on one level. But this verse we are singing, Kama Gayatri, is not to Cupid, the one from this world. But Krishna's Cupid, Kamadev, Pushpabhanai, the one who carries flower ar- arrows. So Ananga is the name of Krishna's Cupid. So the one who without limbs. Ananga. Anga means limbs. Ananga means without limbs. So what does it mean here? It's not, it doesn't mean the Cupid of this world who was burned by Shiva. It means Krishna, Cupid, conquered by the love of Sri because this verse is speaking about the flower, arrow, battle. That means the romantic interaction between Radha and Krishna. And at the end, who is the winner? There, again. Ajita, Ajita. Sri Radha is called Jayasri, which means the goddess of victory. And Krishna will be called Ananga, the one without limbs, which means he becomes so overwhelmed by the degree of prem coming from Sirada that he loses all bodily consciousness and faints. And he becomes Ananga without awareness of his limbs. He's totally forgotten of his... No, it is mentioned in the scriptures. And, and, and Radha and the Manjari have to come and try to revive Krishna somehow or other. He has law, He's Ananga. So, we will pray. May that Ananga constantly inspire us. Thrown on the floor, totally fainted, losing consciousness of himself by the impact <laughs> of, 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 of Sri Radha's breath. So all this has to do with Mahaprabhu here, because this is a consequence of that. Mahaprabhu is a result of, of Krishna's wanting to taste Radha So let me also share one verse from the Bhagavad, which is also not so well known, but at least personally, it's one of my favorite ones. And I remember sharing this with my Guru Maharaj and asking him, what do you think about this verse in connection to, to Gaur Lila? Taking the ultimate implication again of the verse. I will read the verse and you may say, it's not speaking about Mahaprabhu. But try to enter into the playing out of the implications of the verse in the line of Goswami. I will say, oh, something is going on here. 
So in the verse, Krishna is saying, it's from the 11th canto, Udhava Gita, Krishna is saying, Nirapeksham munimsham tam nirbairam samadarshanam anubrajam yaham nityam pujjayetyangrirenuvihi. So Krishna is glorifying his devotees there. He's saying, Nirapeksham munimsham tam. My devotees are, have no desire. They are totally wise. They are totally peaceful. Nirbairam samadarshanam. They have no enemies and they see everyone equally. So that's a general depiction of a, a nice devotee, a good devotee. <laughs> but then he says, Anubra jami aham nityam renubi. Anubra jami aham nityam. I perpetually follow in the footsteps of my devotees. Anubra jami, braja means to go. Aham nityam, nityam means always. Pujjayeti angri renubi. Angri renubi means the feet, the dust, their dust feet. Dust feet? The feet of their dust. <laughs> Uh, and I constantly expect for the opportunity of entering contact with the feet of the dust so I may purify myself. Krishna is saying that in connection to his devotees. Mm -hmm. So again, if you take this verse and play out itself to the ultimate consequence, that's show showcasing Mahaprabhu's appearance. Because Krishna is speaking about his topmost devotee, Sirada, mm -hmm. who are free for all personal desire and so on. Mm -hmm. There are no enemies, if you will. Everything is seen as Udipana in connection to Krishna. And he aspires to perpetually follow into her footsteps and being bathed into the her dust, their feet dust, foot dust, basically. So that's why he tries to appear as Sri Chaitanya Dev, which is a again a very particular experiment, if you will. Gaur Lila is like Krishna in the laboratory. <laughs> trying to see how it feels, trying to enter into a particular uh, no? role and how does it feel to be Radha and trying and tasting that and trying that more and more and, uh, until he find attaining his... Is Krishna wanted to attain his PhD, basically. No. <laughs> Gorlila is the PhD of Sri Krishna, basically. Of the, of PhD of Krishna Lila, again. It's there for making up for that. And... Um, and of course, our, our Guru Maharaj will say in his Sikshastakam, at the end of Gaur Lila, according to Krishna Das Kaviraj, he says that the last verse of Sikshastakam was spoken by, by Shirada. So, oh, Krishna, as Mahaprabhu, was successful in tasting Radhava fully. But at the same time, what we can say is, Radha, Sudam, Padamboja, Sudam, Burasi, the, the ocean of service, the ocean of Prema Sri Mati Radharani is unlimited. So the point is, it's not that Krishna, okay, tasted that and it's okay, I tasted that, I finished. There's no end to that. And that's the main reason why we can say Gaur Lila is eternally going on. Because that experiment, that project of Krishna tasting Radha has no end. I mean, this has no end. Krishna's the king of relishers and Sri Radha is the queen of that which is to be relished by the queen, by the king of relishers. So try to put that two things combined. The queen, king of relishers, Rasik Sekar, Sri Krishna, and trying to, to plumb the depths of the unending ocean of Pramadisura. So it ongoing, ever-expanding, there's no end to go lila. That's the point. That's, I will say that's the main intuitive, common sense reason for us to say go lila. There has to be go lila eternally because it has no end. Krishna is constantly dedicated to that particular project 
in that particular laboratory, if you will. Let me show you an, another verse, I think that will be the last one. Um, oh my God. I don't think I will be able to share whatever I want to share with you. Some verses from Brihad Bhagavatamrita, very nice from Sanatan Goswami, which also could be seen as here we have a portal. Sanatan Goswami is very good in, in doing this. So in, in the second part, fifth chapter, reaching the end of Brihad Bhagavatamrita, here we have a conversation between Narad Muni and Gopakumar. So Narad is saying to Gopakumar, If you ever meet Sri Radhika, then you will see Prem in person. And if, he, if ever she speaks about Prem, only then can you hear the truth about it, if you are able to understand it. Or, should there ever be a full incarnation of Sri Krishna Chandra to distribute pure Krishna Prem, or if Sri Mati Radhika appears and attains the realization of that Prem, you might be able to understand it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he got it. He got it. Great. Wow. Sorry? No, no. This is Brihad Bhagavatamrita from Sanatan Goswami. Oh, right, right. Second canto, fifth chapter, verses 233-234, just in case. And some words that Sanatan Goswami adds as a commentary to this, he says, If Krishna were to appear and distribute prem directed to him, which is similar to what was described, or similar to Radha's prem, or even better, if Radha were to appear and attain a realization of that prem, then you will understand. And he called that descent as Mahavatar. Great descent. So of course, that's... I shared this also with my Gurmashtra. What do you think about this? Gorlila is there. Sanatan Goswami is... So yeah, Radha is appearing. Of course, Mahaprabhu is appearing in the form of the mood in Krishna in the form of Mahaprabhu. So of course, this is Gaur. Mahaprabhu, we will call him the empathic God. Krishna wanted to be empathic with Radha's experience and incorporate that in him. So as Gaur, as Gaur, Krishna wants to have the full, hmm? I mean the full, it's never enough, it's, but as much as he can, the full experience of Radha Baba. Remember once, I think Archana Siddhi was asking about that, that in Krishna Lila, sometimes Radha and Krishna exchange roles. Hmm? That's called Viparita Vilas. Hmm? Sri Krishna feels himself to be Radha, Sri Radha first feels herself to be Krishna during hmm, loving battle. <laughs> But for a moment, now it's not that ongoing during all day. So at that moment, we could say, well, Krishna is in Radha, Radha's uh, shoes, and vice versa. But that's only for a moment, and in a particular exchange, and a particular lila. That's not the full range of all that Radha is about. So, Gore Lila is necessary for, for that. Hmm? Necessary for that. Hmm? This, and again, this. Uh, this experiment has no end. So that's for me the main reason for for the eternal existence of Gorlila. We can make so many arguments why Gorlila is eternal, but I think that's the most intuitive one. Radha Bhav is an eternal ocean and Krishna is eternally <laughs> absorbing, finding newer depths and depths and depths. And of course, on, on the other side, today we are celebrating the descent of such a 
Lila, which is eternal existing in the upper cut, where Mahaprabhu also is tasting Radha Bab there. It's not just that he comes tasting Radha Bab here and there in the upper cut. Now that's not there. That's there. But it's coming here. And as we know, the Prakat Lilas always have some added features, as our Gurmash will say, like a movie on location. <laughs> so Mahaprabhu, in this case, similar to Krishna Lila, Krishna is being born. He's not being born in the Aprakat. Mahaprabhu is being born here. We are celebrating that today. I mean, uh, and also, interestingly, in the context of Mahaprabhu's Prakat Lila on earth, even the what we may call Naimitika Lila, which is the okay, occasional, occasional mm-hmm. pastimes, all of them are also connected with this main purpose for his descent. As we know, Mahaprabhu came to Krishna came as Mahaprabhu to taste Radhabab, and whatever after came will come after that. I mean, his establishing of Juga Dharma, his establishing of the Ragamar, all that will be a byproduct of his main, the Antakarana, the main purpose for his descent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For example, the Juga Dharma has more to do with the Vishnu in Mahaprabhu, not so much with the Braja Krishna, which is the one who is really coming for tasting something else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> similarly, for example, in Krishna Lila, we have when Krishna is killing demons, who is killing demons? Krishna is killing demons? But how is that happening? How is that happening? The Vishnu in him, let's say. The Vishnu portion in the Swayam Bhagavan Krishna, the Vishnu aspect is the one dealing with the Adharmic. Krishna is not entering in touch with that reality. He's absorbed in, in his Swarup Shakti. He never goes out of the orbit of, of Swarup Shakti. So similarly, when interestingly, when Mahaprabhu is taking sannyas, sometimes the parallel is being there. Krishna is going out of Braj, killing Kams and so many demons. Krishna is going out of Nadia, taking sannyas, and not killing anyone, literally, but killing demoniac mentality, even though at one moment he almost forgets about that and, and beheads Jagai Madai, invoking <laughs> this chakra, but there was some reminder on time and the chakra <laughs> disappeared. But it is a, he's killing the demonic mentality, and one may say, well, that's a Vishnu side in him, the Narayan in Gore, Gore Narayan. But also, the Sanyas of Mahaprabhu, which is seen as a Naimitikalila, something relative, occasional, is not happening in Nityanavadu, even, I mean, the, the descent of Krishna's Mahaprabhu is so much embedded in, in, in its main purpose, and even the so-called Naimitika Lilas are connected with the main purpose. Mm-hmm. For example, the sannyas of Mahaprabhu, sometimes we say, that's a preaching strategy only. I mean, that's a preaching strategy, not only. <laughs> but that's a preaching Sannyas ashram in itself is a preaching strategy, if you will. <coughs> so... Let's see how, how, how long does it last. <laughs> Every pitching strategy has a shelf life. So, <laughs> let's see. But the point is, we can say, okay, Mahaprabhu accepted sannyas even from an Advaita Vedanta background, from Kesha Bharati, at least apparently, because that was even more strategic for the time. And, and that's all. That sannyas is something totally relative in Mahaprabhu. It's not existing in Nityanabhadeva, so it has nothing to do with the main purpose of his descent, but with his secondary purpose, which is to disseminate Juga Dharma, period. 
<laughs> no. Everything that happens in Gorlila is connected with the main reason. So in this sense, it is also there is some 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 explanation given by the charis regarding like the esoteric side to Mahaprabhu's sannyas. So that has to do with we have to go to Krishna Lila for that also. There is some connection there. But it is said that once I will make it brief because I should finish in three minutes and I don't think I will do it. But I have some extra minutes. So, Oh my gosh. So, so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really stopping you. Yeah. <laughs> so there is one Lila where Radha Krishna in Vrindavan and eventually they plan some meeting as, as is usual every day. We will meet in that particular Nikunj at that time, in that moment. All the information has been passed. The messengers are there. Everything is fixed. WhatsApp messages, everything in place. We know where to meet each other. <laughs> so Krishna goes to the Nikunja, waiting for Surada, but she's not appearing. Sometimes, the, generally, the, the opposite case is what happens. And Krishna becomes distracted in, in, on the way from Chandravali. And, and I, of course, Chandravali has... It has one of the main services there, which is to invoke the man of Srimati Radharani, the jealous anger. So that's a very crucial figure. But in this case, Krishna was on time. He was in the kunj. Radha was not coming because she was about to go and some uh, um, relatives came to Java, to her house. So Jatila said, oh, you have to cook. This uncle came and this came. Oh, she was like, oh my God. No? <laughs> how, how to free myself from all this obstacles that she's facing actually on a, sing- on a daily basis in so many directions. I want to speak about Jatila, that's enough, but we have to add on top of that Jatila, Kutila, family <laughs> members, the whole of Braj that she cannot be with Krishna in front of them. But all of that is nourishing, you know, actually, Udipuna. So the point is, uh, they were not able to meet. Krishna was waiting, waiting, and Krishna entered in Man in this case. Generally, Sirad is the one who enters in Man in this anger. But Krishna also sometimes has his, his moments in this connection. Mm-hmm. So, so he was, I mean, he has a special connection with Radha. He always derives this man from her. And from Radha's family, he, he has a lot with this, I will say, type of Bira Rasa. <laughs> because in the, in the friendship side, Radha's older uh, brother, Sridham, does the main wrestler with Krishna on a daily basis. So he offers Krishna pleasure by wrestling in Sakya. And then we go to Sridham's younger sister, Radha. She offers pleasure to Krishna by wrestling, but in the context of man in Madhuri above. But now it's the opposite. Krishna is the one in man. So he started to, to like to say, ah, I'm, I'm frustrated. All these issues with ladies. I'll, at the end of the day, it's a headache and you get attached and I come and they're not coming. I'm frustrated. And, uh, <laughs> so he left the kunj. He broke all. He had decorated everything, preparing everything for Radha to come. She didn't come. He broke all the decoration. And, and he dresses in saffron also. He said, I, I will become Brahmachari. That's all. That, that's the end of it. <laughs> so I, Because he was wearing, always he wears what? Pitambar. That's the name of Krishna also, Pitambar. So Pitambar means golden cloth. And golden, why? Because that's Radha's. Luster. Now Radha uses clothes that resembles Krishna's luster. Everything in her is blue, blackish, and in him we have the golden thing. So they are one with each other internally, but also externally. That's not enough to have the other one full internally. Also externally, everything resembles them. 
So, Shirada is in the Kund and she sends some friends to go and say to Krishna that I, I, I'm delayed, I have this off. But she, they went and they found the whole Nikunja destroyed. And eventually they know what happened. And Krishna didn't want to do anything with Radha, didn't want to see anything golden. Everything that was golden in the house, he started to paint it different <laughs> colors. That happens to Radha. When Radha is in man with Krishna, it happens the same. Everything that is black, she, she puts sandal paste and takes the kajal of his eyes, she changes the clothes. Whatever is black, she paints with different colors. So. <clears throat> So at this point she said, what to do? How to, how to obtain, how to obtain, again, how to break Krishna's man? That's the idea, how to break the man. So speaking with the, her sakis, some idea comes, and, and they start to speak into her ear, remember this. Remember how Krishna on many occasions came to you to break your man, dressing himself as a renunciant, like hiding himself and entering to the cottage. And the, so maybe it's your turn to break his man with the same method. So Shirada agrees and she's dressed with saffron. And, and, her, and her hair is put like a top knot here and some kamandalu comes, some danda, and she becomes like a sannyasi. What? Yeah. <laughs> so she goes no, to Nanda, Nanish, Nandishwa, the house of Nanda Mara. So Krishna's locked in his room. He doesn't want to see anyone. He's totally... And, and, just, and, and everyone on the way said, well, who is this sannyasi? So enchanting. So, so she arrives finally to Dandishwar and Jashoda receives her and says, Oh, Maharaj, I'm so blessed to have you at home. Please, what, 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 what do you want? What, what, I'm here, I'm traveling, I'm doing pilgrimage. And, and I mean, and Jashoda was thinking, Oh, she can, oh, my, my Krishna is so, so upset these days. Maybe this sadhu can bless him and offer something. And... I don't know. I, I, I want here to ask something. Um, so just to say, okay, but uh, I have my son, uh, but I am only, I'm only a sannyasi, so I can only relate to people of my same species. So just to say, oh, but my, my kaneya is brahmachari, so no problem. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Durvasimoni say Krishna is brahmachari, and that's a fact, <laughs> in the real sense of the term. So, Jasuda goes to Krishna and says, One sadhu came, very beautiful sadhu, he wants to ask something from you. I don't want to see anyone, Krishna said. No, no, comes, come, he's very, maybe if you don't go, he may get enraged, may curse us, who knows, all these sadhus are so weird. You know, Durbasa and all that, you, know, you have to feed them nicely. <laughs> so, okay, Krishna goes, and when she sees the sadhu, she says, Oh, such a beautiful sadhu. So, who, who are you? And what do you want? I mean, I'm, I'm asking for some car charity. And that was the main idea. I'm begging for something. So what do you want? I'm begging your man, says the sannyas. No? I'm begging your, give me your man. Give me your anger. You're jealous. So at that moment, Krishna realizes, oh, that's why I felt so much attracted to this. <laughs> so this way, so the point is that, at that point, Krishna says, oh, ma, this sannyas is so nice and it's so late now. So he cannot go now home. So he can stay with us at home, but he can stay with me in the room. So I'm Brahmachari, he's sannyasi, I'm the most ideal person to serve him. So in this way, the, re the union of Radha and Krishna makes again. No? So again, now Mahaprabhu is Krishna. I'm trying to make, I didn't reach the full circle yet. So, Mah so Mahaprabhu, going back to our idea, the internal reason for Mahaprabhu's sannyas is Krishna reciprocating. Mm -hmm. to her 
as our now he's the tiagi again he's coming back again sometimes it's said that the saffron is has to do with the kunkum Shirada has kunkum on her heart on this part on the chest and she's in separation of Krishna she's crying so much that all her tears combined with kunkum create the color saffron mm-hmm. so Mahaprabhu say okay I will dress in that color because I will be crying constantly in the mood of separation as Radha does in separation from me I will be doing the same so the proper color to represent that mood will be this one mm-hmm. So that's the idea. No? And our role in that connection, sometimes it had been said, our japa, when we are chanting, for example, and counting, sankhya, nam, is trying, like, like it is, the example is given as a person, a very miser, miser, you say, person who is like, with his wealth, it's like, like counting, oh, I have $10, $100, $1,000. In the same way, we are passing our, our beats, <laughs> trying to help Krishna to make up for his debt. Not like counting. Okay, I will chant one more. I won't chant. No, with this conception, our chant of Srinam is basically conceived with the idea of it's my service to Krishna in the form of war. Krishna is so indebted to Srirada. So now I'm chanting, trying to Mahaprabhu help him, help him to pay pay the debt. Now, Mahaprabhu is coming in the mood of the of the gopis, as we know, in the mood of Srirada. Um, and again, he's engaging in Kirtan as a sannyasi, Krishna Chaitanya, with the with the idea, the, the hope of experiencing what they are experiencing, she's experiencing. And through this, as he mentioned again, the Bhagavatam, Napari, Hamnirabhadi, I will came once in a day of Brahma at least to try to pay back something. I won't be able to pay, I'm not able to conceive the, the, the size of the debt, but I will try to do something about it. So he's trying to sing, to pay, to pay something back. So again, he's accepting sannyas for that, not only for dissemination, but for entering into a particular mode, eventually that will take him to the Gambira for the last 12 years in Puri. So that has to do a lot with his main purpose. In Puri, which is called also Bipralambakshetra, which is the field for culturing uh, separation. So Krishna came to, to taste the, the bhajan of, of Sri Radha, and of course his movement has to do with the idea of distributing that type of love. And, and this is the... Again, this is a way of trying to make up for the debt that Mahaprabhu has acquired. Mahaprabhu himself, Krishna himself saying the button, I will come and try to make devotees for you. Mm-hmm. Whether in Manjari Bab, Priyanarma Sakya, they are devotees of Radha somehow or other. So all of us are a result of Krishna's attempt to pay his debt, if you will, somehow or other. So, mm-hmm. so now we are trying to contribute with Mahaprabhu's cause. No? In our dissemination of the message also our campaign is ideally internally conducted with this idea as an attempt of service to Sri Gauranga hmm? uh, trying to make new bhaktas for Sri Radha and this way helping Krishna to diminish his big debt that he's taking <laughs> it's part of the lila, the debt will keep increasing no problem but it's, as much as that debt increases for us the karmic debt for us will diminish more and more. The, the best way to diminish our karmic debt is to increase our a karmic debt, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, again, just to finish, we are trying to, we're receiving the, the opportunity to render such confidential service to Mahaprabhu, who is in a great necessity, again, Mahaprabhu is Krishna in this moment of most vulnerable moment, most fragile moment, most volcanic moment, most indebted moment, <laughs> most, most, most. So it is said that the most valuable service uh, will be according to necessity. 
according to the degree of necessity, that particular service will be especially valuable. And of course, that type of service will create in itself the highest remuneration, which will be in the form of further service capacity. For us, that's the remuneration. We don't want something separate from that. Once the Lassiamara said, Prem means having receiving an unlimited energy for rendering seva. That's Prem. <laughs> he expressed that in terms of further capacity to please the object of our love. So we have this idea, for example, as our Guru Maharaj says, the Priyanarma Sakas are the friends of Krishna even in his romantic life, when Krishna needs the most such friendship. No? Similarly, the Manjaris will be serving Radha in those moments of greater necessity for her. Or like Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, I want to, to die in Kurukshetra. So I can serve Sri Radha when she meets Krishna in Kurukshetra and is not able to fully meet with him. So in the same way, following this idea of service in the most uh, needy moment, going back to Mahaprabhu, Mahaprabhu is Krishna in his most, again, vulnerable, fragile, volcanic, indebted moment. <laughs> so service to him is the highest thing, the most delicate, the most profound, the most subtle. So it represents for us the most valuable and undeserving but necessary opportunity <laughs> that, that we are having. Mm -hmm. So it's very important, this idea of conceiving Gorlil again, as a goal in itself, and as a goal in a very particular mood and necessity that it's, a, it's really a very undeserved grace, amazing grace, as you say here. <laughs> so serving Krishna in his most need, bone and what to speak, that's another chapter, but we have in Gorlila, not only... Krishna's gore in that vulnerable moment, but we have also Radha's Gadhadar emptying herself, giving herself fully to gore. That's another form of fragility and vulnerability that needs a particular type of seva. That's for another chapter. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai, Sri Gorpurnam ki jai, Sri Radha Madhava ki jai, Sri La Gurudev ki jai, Sri Harinam Sankirtan ki jai, Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai, Gaur Praman hi jai.